Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us on The Unction. We are excited to be back. We have a special night for you where we wanted to talk about kingdom concepts, kingdom concepts. And we're going to get into this lesson, but we want to once again connect and just say, come on in. We're going to have a good time with this one. We're not going to be long because we have other obligations tonight. But what I always do at the beginning, I try to make sure everything's coming in well, everything's going well. And if everything's going well, we'll we'll keep it right on moving. It's good to see. Uh, I have at least two of you here on the live chat. Um, let's let's see if we can get this microphone working a little better. Come on. All right. All right. It looks like we're in there a little bit better. Thank God for the two of you that's here thus far. Here's what I want to say. If you're looking at this video, we want you to subscribe, first of all. Um, we want you to subscribe to the channel, but also I realized that when you subscribe, you also have to hit the bell in order to get notifications. And I am not cumbersome. You might get a notification uh, once a, a day and or, or once a week. And then at most, we're going to have a daily video. So um, we want you to subscribe and also hit the bell so you can get notifications. I am... Uh, all right. I just wanted to hear myself a little bit to make sure that we were coming in good and clear, make sure that we are um, able to, to communicate with one another. Thank God for on a Friday evening, four of you on a Friday evening. I feel like a superstar. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it may go up, it may go down, but I am going to teach this very briefly tonight and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I want to talk about kingdom concepts. I'm going to put this back on the screen. Kingdom concepts. Because uh, if you're going to move forward on this year, I am telling you, you're going to need to have a kingdom-minded perspective. If great and wonderful things are going on, you need a kingdom perspective. If you have to go through storm and tests, you need a kingdom perspective this year. I had to start this way. Uh, Zalmenta Harris, I am so glad to see you commenting. I want you to comment. I want you to be a part of this process. We want you to be a part of this conversation. Once again, I'm Pastor Ray of the Unction, and uh, we're going to talk about kingdom concepts. Uh People are not really kingdom-minded. They're church-minded. We're going to get into that a little bit. People are church-minded, but they're not kingdom-minded, and they have these repeats of cycles. Now, I'm not the type of person, anyone knows me, I'm not the type of person to do that first-of-the-year stuff, um, old new year, new me type of mindset. Now, I believe that you can run and, and do things in a better way, a newer way, and, and have a, a, a new uh, outlook, I believe that, but at the same time, I don't, I don't make resolutions. I'll put it that way. What I do is reaffirm my faith in God and say, Lord, the same power that carried me last year will carry me this year, and Lord, I plan on going higher. I don't want to lie to myself or lie to God, and I don't mean that negatively. I don't want to set a goal for myself that's here. And the Lord is going to take me higher because according to what I read, he can do exceedingly and abundantly. Come on. 
He can do exceedingly and abundantly more. So I, I just want to get into the word. I'm not going to be before you long, but you know me. I love the word, and I love the, the original transcripts. I love to understand what I'm talking about, and I believe this will encourage you tonight. Let's talk about kingdom concepts. Let's start at the obvious scripture, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I, I, I know, I know. If I'm going to go anywhere, that would be the scripture to go to. Why is it that I didn't want this week to go out without getting on here, without addressing you? Because I've been working hard. I am a bivocational pastor. I pastor a church full-time and run on the road full-time. So I'm toe up and I'm tired today. But God is with me and I have his strength. Um. So what I'm saying is, I, I I am tired, I've worked, but at the same time, I had to get on here this first week because Jesus said, seek first, first thing, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, uh, the, the, the Basilia. In fact, I'm going to go to my little chart a little later, but let's look at the word king uh, first, but seek ye first. The word first in this scripture is proton. It means before, at the beginning. Uh, look at the usage at the bottom. It says first, in the first place, before, formally. Thank you, uh, Rosina. I am so glad to have you here tonight. I hope to encourage you while you're working. I am telling you that the Bible is saying, first of all, primarily, at the beginning, put the kingdom on your mind because if you understand the kingdom, then you will understand how God is working in the earth. All right? If you understand the kingdom, then you understand how God is working in the earth. All right? Because the Lord has ascended. And the same one who has ascended is also he that descended. And the Bible says he gave captivity, he let captivity captive, gave gifts unto men, okay? So the Lord established his church and gave gifts to the church. And what we need to understand is that the kingdom is working through the embassy. And the embassy is the ecclesion. I'm gonna get to it later. The embassy on the earth is the church, all right? But the kingdom is universal, but the embassy is at the church. And if the kingdom is going to interact in the world, it's got to interact through you. That's why you can't afford to be discouraged. Come on here. That's why you can't afford to, to have a mindset of you can't make it. That's why you can't afford to feel defeated. That's why you can't afford to live your life where you are not growing in leaps and bounds because the scripture says greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. You're in this world, but you're not of it. You come from a different place. You have a different citizenship, and you're just here at the embassy. I didn't understand this about the apostle, the word apostolos, but I want you to understand that the word apostolos, I wish this microphone stand up, work with me, be obedient. The word apostolos, it's not only an ambassador, it also means a passport. Somebody help me in here. 
That's why if you follow the principles of the kingdom that was taught to us by the holy apostles and prophets, and you take the words of God to heart, you will get passage to the places you're trying to go. I'm not trying to be a uh, pie in the sky, prosperity preacher, but I am telling you when you apply the principles of Jesus Christ, there is a passport stamp. When you apply the principles of Jesus Christ, there is a passport stamp that the word got to stamp. I am telling you, good evening, Sarah, it's good to see you. When you understand what the word says, that apostolos, the apostolic realm and anointing of keeping up with the kingdom principles will allow you passage in places that the enemy would block up if you didn't understand how to obey the scriptures. If you didn't understand how to obey the scriptures. That's why I say, stay in the word of God. Stay in the word of God and apply it to your heart. The interest of his word gives light. And Deborah Spears, Deborah Spear, you said, do we need an apostle? See, I, I wasn't going to get into that tonight because I'm going I'm to cut some heads. But the truth of the matter is you got one. It ain't that you need one. You got one. <laughs> because the Bible says that the apostle that was given unto the Gentiles is the apostle Paul. We read that in the book of 1 Timothy. He said, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not uh, an apostle to the Gentiles. And if we stand on what the word of God says, and I'm going to get into that because there are some leaders that will make you think if they don't mediate for you, you can't get there. But I'm here to tell the devil he's a liar. I'm not thinking about the church level. I'm thinking about the kingdom level and what I need can be received in the kingdom if I apply the word of God to my life. Lord have mercy. And I'm going to show it to you because there's a lot of people with titles in the church that think that title means something in the kingdom. But I'm going to show you something good tonight. We're going to go good. And there you go. Deborah Spirit, Jesus is an apostle. He was, uh, he was sent from the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. He gave him. He was sent from the Father. And he's the apostle and, and the bishop of our souls and the apostle of this faith. So I want you to understand that Jesus Christ, being sent from God, sent specific men unto the Ecclesian. And, and that's what we need to understand, that you don't need any man in between you and God. That's why this channel is called The Unction. For the Bible says, you have no need that any man should teach you. Not that no man can give you some impartation word. I would be out of a job if it meant that. But what the Bible is saying is we don't have no man on the earth that hold the passport. There is no man, no woman, no boy, no girl that hold the passport. You can get your passport stamped and you don't have to go through nobody. There's one Lord, one faith, one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ, Jesus. That's right, Zermeta Harris, our great high priest. I am telling you I'm fired up tonight because I want us to put the kingdom First, proton, just like the word proton, prototype. It is the word where we get our prototype, a uh, protege. It, it, is, it is a word that means first and primarily. And if you put that up 
uh, in its place, the, the kingdom in its place, you will receive the things of God. And, and I just want to show you the kingdom dynamic as juxtaposed unto the church dynamic because people get confused. So let's go to uh, the book of Matthew chapter 7, 21, 22. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that do the will of my father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? Look at verse 23. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Not I knew you one time and you backslide. And no, it says, I never knew you. <laughs> Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. There's a lot of people doing church work and think it's kingdom work. Lord, come on here. Come on here. Look what the scripture just said. They just had a powerful revival. They just had a powerful time. I mean, they really thought they was having a powerful time because they was having a good church meeting. They were prophesying. They were healing people. They were casting out devils. Jesus didn't say that they were lying. <laughs> They did a whole bunch of churchy-like stuff. And, and, and that's a whole nother teaching. But Jesus went on to say, I never knew you people. I've never known you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. All right? But, and I wanted to bring that up because there's a lot of people doing a lot of churchy things, and they don't understand it ain't kingdom. It's churchy, but it ain't kingdom because people like the things of power and authority the glitz, the glam, and the stage. But they don't understand that Jesus is looking beyond that microphone. Help me out in here. Jesus is looking beyond that nice dress you got on. Jesus looking beyond that little organ playing in the background, making you sound better than you really are. Uh-uh. The Lord is looking beyond that. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. Here it is. Matthew chapter 25, verse 34. All right. You heard them doing the churchy stuff. But look what Jesus was looking for. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. Uh, all right. Look at verse, uh, I don't want to skip over it. 35, for I was hungry and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. In verse 36. Naked and ye clothed me, I was sick and ye visited me, I was in prison and ye came unto me. All right, so in the first one, they were doing all the churchy stuff. In the first one, they were doing the prophesying and casting out devils and healing folk and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, I don't even know you people. Here it is on the other one where we think, well, don't, you know, those are not the things that what I'm here to do. We need the power of God. We need to blah, blah, blah. But in the second one, he said, I was hungry. You gave me something to eat. I was naked. You gave me something to wear. I was sick and in prison. You came and visited me. I was out and you took me in. And he and the people was like, when did we do that? And Jesus said, when you did it for the least ones, he was doing it for me. This is kingdom mindset. This is kingdom mindset. I want you to understand that the ones that the Lord is going to raise up in the last day are the servants. 
The ones that the Lord is going to raise up here in these last days are the people who have the heart to serve. That's why I am so adamant about saying there's no God but God. That's why I am so adamant about saying I will not relinquish the church to anybody but Jesus Christ. I will not relinquish the church to your apostle. I will not relinquish the church to your prophet. I will not relinquish the church to your teachers. The only one who's going to be Lord in the church is Jesus Christ. That's the only one that I will look at as if we all need to look to. I'm not going to tell. There will never. There is a certain apostle. You know, I'm gonna cut him up later. He's gonna give me something. I'm, I'm gonna be able to get on him a little bit later. I ain't even gonna call his name tonight. There's a certain apostle. Every time I say something about him, his followers don't lift up Jesus. They don't defend the gospel. They don't defend the Lord. They don't say I follow the Holy Spirit. I'm sticking with God. They always say I'm sticking with my apostle. I believe in my apostle. Whatever my apostle say is right. You need to go listen to my apostle. My apostle is telling the truth. These people will not lift up Jesus. They will not sanctify the Lord in their hearts. They just won't do it. But as far as us who are part of this unction platform, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord by himself. And he is the chief shepherd of our souls. And my job is to point you to Jesus until you read the word and depend on the unction of the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says you have no need that any man should teach you, but you have an unction and you know all things. The Holy Spirit knows within you. The Holy Spirit knows within you and he bears witness. How about this? I know. Do they even pray, Sister Harris? <laughs> I don't know. But but here's here's something I don't know if you really thought about. The disciples came to Jesus and said, teach us how to pray. Jesus could have gone in so many different directions. But you know what Jesus did? Jesus said to pray, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, so forth and so on. Now, we're still on the earth, and we're still serving God. But you know what Jesus could have said? For thine is your church. For thine is the church, the power and the glory. But Jesus didn't end the prayer, thine is the church. Jesus said to his disciples who were still on terra firma, pray to the Father, thine is the kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom is at hand. It's right there. It's within you. The kingdom is within you. And the, the word kingdom is uh, basilia. And I, I, I just want, I'm going to help you to understand right quick the difference between the kingdom and the church. All right. Some of you, some of you might have saw this earlier. It's my little crude drawing. And I want to explain why people get confused when it comes to kingdom and church. It's very crude, very elementary. Uh, you can't get into nuances with everything, and I'm going to have to move forward. But I just want to give you a synopsis. God's sovereignty, the, the basilia, it actually means sovereignty and rule. That's what kingdom is. It is the king's dominion. It is the king's dominion. It is his sovereignty. It is his rule. Okay, now God rules all things. He's sovereign over all things, whether it be the world. I'm going to make sure, okay, I'm, I'm kind of on screen a little bit. Whether it's the world, the flesh, the devil, hell, death, all things are under his dominion. But these things all belong to the kingdom of darkness, and we are the children of the light. We've been 
transformed. We have been translated into the kingdom of light. And now the the almost, I would say, you could say birth canal or the entranceway into understanding the kingdom of light would be the ecclesion. Ek means out and kalian actually means to call. So the ecclesion, the church is the called out ones. We're the called out ones. I need to put a little door right here. And and I'm going to tell you, the, the door of the church, the door of the church is Jesus Christ, okay? And the Holy Spirit is our connection into the kingdom realm. Now, in the Ecclesion is where all your titles are. Don't go away. Don't go away. In the Ecclesion, because I'm going to help your bishop out. I'm going to help your apostle out. I'm going to help these false prophets out who make you feel like you got to come to them to get a word and this and the other. And if you don't have them and you're not connected to them in your life, you won't be connected to the blessing and you need to give them a special tithe and all that crazy stuff. But anyway, this is where all the titles at. Come on here. There's one mediator between God and man. All right. But in the Ecclesion is where all the all those titles at. You know, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, deacon, elder, mother, evangelist, I said evangelist, um, prophetess, brother, sister of, of the church. All of those little, you know, monikers everybody like to put on themselves to feel special, feel like they're more superior than everybody else because they got a gift. The Lord gave gifts to the church, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Let's get that straight to anybody say, I'm a five-fold pastor. I'm a five-fold apostle. You can rest assured they're not. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put that one to rest. Anybody say they a five-fold apostle. You can rest assured they're not. Because if you read the passage, even in English, in slow down, you realize he's only mentioning four things. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor teacher. He's the shepherd teacher at the local church. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Anyway, that's where all the, the titles where everybody lift their head up and think they're better than everybody. It's only right here. And now, when you go a little bit higher, you find out in the kingdom realm, as the sons and daughters of God, because somebody said, what about son and daughter? That's obvious. But anyway, when you get into the kingdom realm, we're all kings and priests unto his name. In the kingdom realm, we're kings and priests unto his name. And the only title you getting when you stand before the sovereign Lord is servant. He not going to say apostle, nothing. He ain't going to say teacher, nothing. He going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant come on and enter into the joy of your lord other words you can share in my bliss share in my happiness because you're my servant you're my steward and that's all you getting now like i said a little earlier this week now you understand why you can have any title you want it don't mean a lick if you're not connected to the business of the kingdom, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, but you don't know what you're doing until you're connected unto the business of the kingdom. Because the church is just an embassy. 
All right. And everybody in the church. And now here, here's the problem. I'm going to show you the difference between the Herodian and the Pharisee. I got to give that right quick. The, the Pharisee like to dwell here. I'm an apostle. And if you're not connected to an apostle, you're not going to be able to operate in the kingdom. You're not going to be able to do what you need to do. And you need to hear the apostle, the apostle, the apostle. And, and people will take one scripture and stretch it as far as they can stretch it. They continue in the apostles doctrine. All the Bible is saying is they continue to listen to the apostles teach. That's what it means. The apostles couldn't teach nothing other than what Jesus told them. That's all they could teach. And guess what? You got a Bible now. I got a Bible now. And we all have the, the apostle to the Gentiles who have written Apostle Paul. Okay. So we have the scriptures. Not saying that the office is obsolete. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying to you is they need to stop making themselves more than they are. You were given a gift and you are a servant. Use your gift for your Lord and stay humble. Now, walk in your position. If you are a pastor, overseer, uh, uh, if you are an, uh, what, what the, the Bible calls an episcopy, uh, a bishop or an overseer or an elder of a church, listen, your role is your role. Don't let anyone diminish that because you are responsible for souls and they should listen to you. But at the same time, know your role. And the Bible says, that Paul was given a thorn in his flesh, a messenger of Satan, to buffet him, lest he be exalted beyond his measure. Lest he be exalted beyond his measure. Too many of these people are exalted beyond their measure. Now, if that was a danger for Apostle Paul, what, do you, what about your little stinking apostle? Lord Jesus, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. I, I'm just tired of arrogance. It, it, everybody apostle not stinking. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tired of arrogance. I'm tired of arrogance. There's no God but God. There is no God but God. Okay? Now, th but the Pharisee wants you to think here on this level. This is what keeps people poor. This is what uh, keeps people in rejection. The Pharisee and the church brain speak in terms of rejection and dependency. They speak in terms of rejection and dependency. Okay? That's the church level. But I now the, the Pharisee wants to stay here, but this is what the Herodian wants to lie to everyone about. I explained to everyone that the Pharisee is more of your traditionalist, but the Herodian are the people who think you can do whatever you want to do and, and you just all right. Jesus said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. The Herodian wants everybody to think that they're operating in this level, that they're operating in kingdom authority. And they're teaching people how to visualize. They're teaching people how to manifest. People are starting to use witchcraft in church settings and think they're walking in kingdom authority and and they're reading things like the secret with oprah um they're they're starting to uh draw on different energies and vibrations and talking about they're the children of god and they're saying oh we're walking in our kingdom authority you ain't gonna shut us up you're not gonna tell us and, and no you're not walking in kingdom authority god said you are the servants to whom you yield your members to okay you're not walking in kingdom authority. You are drawing from energies that were put down here in other entities. Paul said, these are no gods. They are devils. And that's what people are pulling from. And, and so, like you said, standing witches. And I'm, I'm tired of this. I just recently saw somebody elevate themselves to so-called kingdom overseer. Lord have mercy. I, I'm, I'm going to pounce on that.
I'm going to pounce on that, Sarah. I can't believe this mess. I'm tired of this mess. The only time you start to walk in kingdom authority is when you acknowledge the basilia, the sovereignty. When you acknowledge the sovereignty of God and his authority over your life, you make him Lord. And when you put him on the, the lordship of your life, then the Bible says the scepter of righteousness is the scepter of his kingdom. How can you walk in kingdom authority and you don't have the scepter? <laughs> the scepter of his kingdom is righteousness. The scepter of his kingdom is righteousness. How can you walk in kingdom authority and you don't have our scepter? So I want to tell the Herodian to shut your mouth. You witches, you warlocks, you frauds, until the people of God learn to submit yourself unto God. The Bible says, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. We got to submit to the rulership of Jesus Christ and then we will have the scepter of his kingdom. We will have the scepter of his kingdom. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Now let me get to it. Somebody call that stuff kingdom overseer. How can you have Jesus title? <laughs> How can you have Jesus title? Overseer is in the, the episcopy. Okay. And Jesus is the bishop and shepherd of our souls. Stop making up stuff. Witches. You're a witch. You are a warlock, a fraud, and an antichrist. Jesus Christ is the bishop, the overseer of his own kingdom. He is king of all kings, lord of all lords. And what's so wrong with being a servant of God? Oh, my gosh, Lord Jesus. Here's his problem. Let's go to his problem. Jesus called them and said, Matthew chapter 20, verse 25 and 26, took me right to the scripture. But Jesus called them unto him and said, ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. Verse 26, but it shall not be so among you. But whoever will be, the, be great among you, let him be your minister. Lord have mercy. I'm tired of it. I am tired of foolishness. Jesus said, the way it works in my kingdom is whoever wants to be all great, they got to minister, serve. Diakonia, minister, serve. Jesus was a servant. He was the minister of diakonia of a new covenant. It is the same word that, that's used for Phoebe in Romans chapter 16, deacon. You want to be a super duper power ranger apostle of the 12 rams of Narnia in the nine churches of, of the Baphomet. You want to be everything in the world. Why you just can't be a good servant of the Lord? Why you can't just serve the Lord with gladness? Come before his presence with singing? Why you got to be all of that? We got to stop this foolishness. What it is, is a rebellious spirit. I want to have a title that lets everyone in the room know that I am not going to listen to you. That's all it is. I want a title that lets everyone in the room know I am not going to listen to anything you say. 
That's all that kingdom overseer means. That's all that means. It's a rebellion. That's all chief apostle. Ain't no chief apostle. Paul said, I am not behind the very chief est of apostle. Other words, you line up the, the heavy hitters that you think you have in the church. I'm not behind them. That's all that scripture means. Apostle Paul didn't go around saying, Paul, a chief apostle of Jesus Christ. No, he's saying, I'm one of the guys that Jesus sent. I'm, I am a man that the Lord sent. That's what apostle means. And, and I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. We're, we're in a, dip, a different disposition. That's right. Don't need the title. You, don't, you really don't need the title. With a sword in the back and a table of Fiji water. Lord have mercy. That stuff is funny. I'm tired of all this foolishness in the church. I, I have other obligations tonight, but I had to stop here and say, you know what? I wanted to go over some kingdom concepts. I'm telling you to prioritize God's kingdom. Prioritize his rules. Put him on the throne. Understand that serving will get you exalted. That giving will get you blessed. See, the, the kingdom of God is a kingdom of reciprocation. He said that the kernel has to die in order to go up and yield the fruit. All right. So it is all about understanding that your humility is what's going to exalt Christ in you. That your giving is what's going to bless you. That your forgiving is what's going to cause great mercy to come upon you. That when you love without expecting anything in return, it is God whom, himself who will pour out his love upon you. We want to prioritize that we're not going to get church brain. We are not going to get church brain and get ourselves in a place where we're so worried about pleasing people. Come on, I'm almost done. This is not the year of pleasing folk. This is not the year of needing everybody to like you. This is not the year of wanting to be in the in crowd. I am telling you, the Lord is creating a crowd. There's a great cloud of witnesses I'm about to be a part of. And I am telling you, if we would just do the work of the Lord and focus on the kingdom, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Like I said, I, I want the humble. I want those that's pushed aside. I want those that's looked over. I want the people that somebody say, oh, well, you, you ain't going to never be. No, oh, that sister over, she, she weird. She's strange. He ain't nothing. He or this, he that. I want those folk. Give, I'm just like Jacob. Give me the spotted and the striped. Come on. I'm just like Jacob. Give me the spotted and the striped. You get all the solid color ones. You get the nice ones. You get the fluff, fluffy ones. Give me the striped and the spotted. I'll show you what I'll do with it. I'm having a conference in Charlotte, North Carolina on, on uh, March, the third week in March. I want many of you to fly out. If you can get out here, save your money, get you some time. We're going to get out here, and I want to put people on, on a platform they've never been on. I want to put you on a stage you've never been on. I want your voice heard in a way your voice has never been heard. I want people to know who you are, and I want to push a new movement that lets everyone know, no, you don't have to manipulate nobody. You don't have to play with people's emotions. You don't have to uh, twist and turn them. If you be straight up with folk, God will bless you. If you be straight up with folk, tell them the truth, give them the word of God, and get out the way, God will bless you. And I promise you that that I'm, I am here to show the world that you don't need this phoniness. You don't need this mess. 
and you can still get God's work done. You can still get God's work done. God got power. He still speaks. He still lives. But I don't have to play with you. Use your gifts. Use your talents. Use your abilities. The Lord speaks. Uh, all of that good stuff. But it's too much play. It's just too much play. And we don't have to do that. And I, I believe that this is the platform that does it. It says, that's right. This is how he should regard us. Purcell Kaiser uh, one should regard us as the servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. First Corinthians first four and one. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. That's all. I'm a servant of the Lord. Now I have a gift. I have a pastoral gift. I have a bishop gift. I know how to plant ministry. Uh, with three years in, some of you were able to look on TikTok, see our building. Uh, we we refurbished the building. We're having a great celebration this Sunday at 10 o'clock. We have guests coming from Tennessee. Uh, they'll be coming in. We're going to be entertaining them tomorrow. Uh, once again, we want you to be a part of this movement. And we are recording. We are recording. The people who give and, and are supporting, uh, some are supporting at the level of $10 a month. When we have our... Um, when we have our conference, if you can't make it, if you're giving your $10 a month, we're still going to send you the materials. We're still going to send you your water bottle, your T-shirt, uh, your bracelet, you know, stuff like that. We're going to still send it even though you're not there because you're still supporting the ministry. Uh, those who are partnering with us, we hope you can get there. But um, we, we want to actually, if we can support right, I want to be able to get to our partners and um, – Help them with whatever they're trying to do in the kingdom. I want to help people to experience the same amount of success, if not greater success. Uh, me, I'm, whatever the Bible say, that's I'm sticking to scripture. <laughs> that's the way I am. Um, but I'm I'm the type of person where I believe that everyone is developing in in a different level, and I believe everyone is developing in in the Bible says we go from faith to faith. We go from glory to glory. And even though we might not understand everything exactly the same, it don't mean you're not my brother in Christ. It don't mean you're not my sister in Christ. And I actually want to get to some of you and help you to develop and help you to push. And and I, I'm a man of outreach. We've been giving away so much. We just helped another young man today get a job. We just helped another young man get a job. So anyone who would like to support, who would like to be a part of this movement, um, you see the um, dollar sign, the unction, and we pray that the Lord will touch your heart to give. Um, we're not the type of people, and, you know, this came up and people have smooth, <laughs> got off the screen, got off the live chat. They were like, you ain't about to ask me for no money. But those of you who are here, you already know I'm not that guy. I, I don't do that. I I'm not the type of person that reach through the camera and twist people's arm and you know I've been pouring out and, and you're saying amen, but yet you're not. Get, I know people who do that, and it's it's the most frustrating thing in the world. You mean to tell me you're going to give me a word, you're going to encourage me, you're going to lift me up, and then you're going to cut me in the neck about some money? You're going to make me feel bad about some money? Everything, I believe in this dispensation, everything should be done freely from the heart. And it should be done not grudgingly or of necessity. So anytime you come to this platform and see uh, a cash app or whatever go up, 
it's merely for whoever has an unction or a prompting. It's it's never I'll never be that guy. Um, but I am running a ministry and I am giving and I am pouring and when people help hold up your arms, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's a wonderful thing. And I just want to tell you all thank you for your support. We're gonna get back to our regular schedule on Mondays at um seven o'clock. Please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Um, I realized that a lot of people say, I'm not getting notifications. It's because you literally have to go back to the channel and hit the bell. And most of the people who was on here tonight, they hit the bell. So thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of this. This was a, a good study. It was good interaction tonight. Monday, 7 o'clock. Tell more people about this movement. It's a small movement, but it's growing daily. Um, you, When you over 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, that's not easy. It is not easy. And I just started doing this stuff. The Lord breathed on it. And he's going to continue to, he's going to take this to another level, I'm telling you. And those who are apart and those who are pushing, you are going to be uh, mentioned and, and promoted in this movement. You are. You, you just are. So once again, thank you for your viewing. Thank you for your giving in advance. And we, we appreciate all of you who commented. And more than anything, and let me take this off because I'm not going to keep that on the screen while I even talk about this. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray the Lord give me more wisdom, more insight, more knowledge, more unction, more anointing. I, I want the Lord to speak with me in deep things, and and I, I just open up my heart to Him. Because even though I'm not a hyper charismatic, I am not. I'm just not. I've done a lot of church, and I've seen people slay the whole room and then go right in the hotel with the people. They just some woman you just laid hands on your wicked nasty raggedy hand on and you get right up and go to a hotel and and there's some other kind of laying hands and and so i've done a lot of church and i'm just not, i'm just not i don't care about foolishness but that don't mean that i don't know that god is still active alive and present in the lives of his people so pray for me that the lord will continue to speak and guide and lead and we pray for one another I'm glad, uh, Sister Harris, that you and your husband are encouraged by this ministry. <laughs> and I, I pray that um, we continue to, to just be a blessing. Thank God for you all. I thank God for you all, and I appreciate you. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you next week.